in this series of Sunday evening radio shows. In answer to your many requests, and by the way, we are really deeply grateful, all of us, for the enormous response, we're going to recreate for you tonight some of the things you told us that you enjoyed the most. Well, I'm certainly going to miss our little Sunday evening romp together. The thing that made it fun was never knowing quite what was going to happen, you know. I'm going to miss talking to those real-life, believable people, for example, who used to come knocking at our portals. Ah, a guest bids entrance. Mr. Freeberg? Yes? I'd like to discuss a problem with you. Yes, indeed, a problem with you! <laughs> well, if you just come down off the wall, we'll talk about it. I'm having trouble with my car. I can't get through on Sunset Boulevard. Well, what seems to be the trouble? The road is being blocked by sheep. Yes, indeed, being blocked by sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that must be... I mean, that must be uh, Monsieur uh, Toulet and his tuned sheep. I don't care what they are. I've got to get to work. Yes, indeed, back to work. <laughs> what kind of work do you do? need any brain surgery, why, I'll be sure to get in touch with that uh, uh, gentleman. Uh, pardon me, Mr. Freeberg. Uh, my name is Tweedley. Well, we all have our problems. <laughs> I am the censor from the Citizens Radio Committee, and I must okay all the material used on your program here. So I'll just sit back here and interrupt whenever I feel it necessary. You mean you plan to stop me every time I do something that you think is wrong? Exactly. I'll just sound my little horn like this. And that's a darling little horn there. <laughs> and then you stop, and I'll tell you what's wrong. Somehow I can tell it's going to be one of those days. You just go right ahead, Mr. Freeberg. Don't mind me. Yeah. And now I would like to sing... The... You forgot to say thank you, Mr. Freeberg. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Freeberg. Uh, Mr. Tweedy. You're welcome, I am sure. Yes. I'd like to sing an old river song in honor this week of National Treat to Beat to Feet on the Mississippi Mud Week. <laughs> Mr. May, if you please. That was very polite, Mr. Freeberg. Old Man River, that 
All right, sweetly. Politeness, I dig. But what in the world is wrong with old man river? Well, the word old has a connotation some of the more elderly people find distasteful. <laughs> I would suggest you make the substitution, please. I suppose you insist? Precisely. You may continue. All right, music. You forgot Got to, to say, say thank, thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Elderly man, river, that elderly man, river, he must know something, but he don't say nothing. Grammar, grammar. That's all right, Billy, music. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome, I'm sure. Elderly man, river, that elderly man, river, he must know something. But he doesn't say anything. He just keeps rolling, rolling. He just keeps rolling along. He don't doesn't plant taters, potatoes. He doesn't plant cotton, cutting. And them these those that plants them are soon forgotting. But every man never. Excellent. Thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. finger off the button, Mr. Tweedley. We know when we're licked. Well, that concludes Elderly Man River. Oh, yes, and thank you for being with us, Mr. Tweedley. You're welcome, I'm sure. Stanley? Well, if it isn't our dear little singing imp, Peggy Taylor. There's no need to carry on like that, Peggy, just because we're going off. That's not why I'm crying. Why are you crying? You're standing on my foot. Oh. <laughs> Pardon me. Oh, yes. Well, seeing as this is your last program, I've prepared a little something as a going-away present. Here. Gee, just what I always needed, a crocheted sleeping bag. <laughs> no, it's not a sleeping bag. It's a free bird cozy. Oh, I see. Well, it's going to be a hard winter, and I hated to think of you standing on a corner selling apples without you know, something to keep you warm, yeah. you know? I appreciate it, Peggy, but I am not going to stand around on any corner selling apples. Newspapers, maybe. <laughs> Better you should have made a sponsor cozy. Better you should have had one to put it on, hmm? <laughs> Crochet. <laughs> well, uh... Well, what have you uh, picked to sing for us tonight? Well, I'd like to sing the birth of the blues. Well, we'd love to listen to you. From a whip or will high up on a hill, they took a new note. 
were looking for a different tune, one that they could croon as only they can. They heard the breeze in the trees singing weird melodies, and they made that as the start of the Peggy, that was lovely. Well, uh, you seem to enjoy our version recently of that typical soundtrack that has come galloping out of your TV sets this fall. So here, then, is our Western hero, Bang Gunley. Uh, that is just the soundtrack. No peeking at the picture now. <laughs> Corporation of America presents Bang Gunley, U.S. Marshal Field. <coughs> Morning. Bang Gunway. That's right. <laughs> well, it's right on outlook over the spread. Okay. So, all right. 
to our action-packed story in just a moment, folks. <laughs> but first, a word from the newest member of the Eating Corporation of America's breakfast family, Puffed Grass. Puffed Grass, eat Puffed Grass. Chuck full of vitamins and chlorophyll, too. It's good for Puffy. Mm. It's good for me and you. Puffed Grass! Hi, boys and girls. <laughs> this is Jet Crash. <laughs> I'm a test pilot. Believe you me, I couldn't break through the sound bear every morning. <laughs> if I didn't start off my day with a stomach. <laughs> full of puffed grass. <laughs> 100 million cows can't be wrong. The only breakfast food containing chlorophyll, too. <laughs> yes, when us test pilots are all alone up there, pulling out of a sonic dive on the verge of blacking out, when they pull off nine Gs on our body, I can't tell you what a comfort it is to have that extra chlorophyll protection. <laughs> Well, makes me the most popular test pilot of the annual Lockheed Prom. <laughs> yes, you can spot the puffed grass eaters in any crowd. They got a green mouth. There goes a boy with a green mouth. He's a puffed grass eater. Puffed grass! Tune in next week for another action-packed adventure of Bang Gunley. just ridiculous. <laughs> well, what comes now is a capital record of mine that you requested most. As a matter of fact, we received a scroll through the mail with a whole list of name on it. <laughs> uh, requesting that we do this number. So if Peter, that's two piercing leads, is standing by, I'd like to sing for you the Banana Boat song. Come and me one go home. Wow, man. Is it I'm asking not to shout like that. Well, Uncle, it's like right in my ear, man. Well, goes with a song. Huh? Yeah, but don't holler in my ear, man. Well, it's authentic calypso. Yeah, but like, why shout? Next to me, man. Well, shout go with the bongo drums. Well, not my bongo drums, man. I mean, move away, like. Well, I don't see why I'm <laughs> staying over next to the guitar, man. He sent me over here. <laughs> 
Well, then, sing soft, man. I mean, like, wow. Okay. It's too loud, man. That's better. Yeah. Oh, we're called night and a drink of rum. Daylight come and me won't go home. Stop banana till the morning come. Daylight come and me won't go home. Six foot seven. Hold it, man. Hold it, hold it. It's too loud, man. It's too loud. Six foot seven. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Oh, my ears, my ears. Right, my ears. No, hold it, man. It's too shrill. It's too piercing. No, it's too piercing, man. It's too piercing. Too piercing, man. I don't see why, uh... I don't see why I can't... Uh... No, man, it's too piercing like I don't dig loud noises. <laughs> well, you ruined the whole piercing. Record is what you... Ruined. Be tough. I'll take my bongos and go, man, because the whole thing is like bugging me anyhow. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm going to shout. No, I'm cut, man, like I didn't want to make this gig in the first place. No, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'd be soft. Yeah. Well, then, back off me, man. It's too piercing. Okay. How's this? Yeah, oh. Too loud, man. Okay. Yeah, oh. It's too loud, man. I can still hear you. <laughs> Would you mind leaving the room? He goes, Heidi Deadly, Black Tarantula. Daylight come and we won't go home. Is that it? Can I go now? No, not yet. We got big finish. through the window.
Billy boy. Yeah, Billy, what is it? I got like a little gift for you, myself like. So, uh... <laughs> well, man, like, uh, what is it? Well, uh, aquarium playing bandleader like I found floating in Balboa Bay. <laughs> Floating in Balboa Bay? He was clinging to a hunk of the Aragon Ballroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I see him ringing out his accordion there. Well, how does it feel to be back on dry land, sir? A waterfall, a waterfall! Mr. Freeberg, I understand your program is going off the air. <laughs> Why, uh, yes, it is. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> All right. Look, you don't have to make fun of me. Oh, look, who is it talking? <laughs> Just to show you there's no hard feelings, how about playing us a short instrumental medley based on the names of girls? Uh, I just happen to have that arrangement with me. A one, and a two, and a... No. No, that's not... Thank you very much. We enjoyed that. Now for my next number, I would like... No, I'm sorry. ...to play... That's all we have time for. Thanks very much. Please, somebody turn off the Freeberg machine. <laughs> all right. Look, just have a seat, will you please, sir? Now, who could that be? Coming. Yes? Hey, package for Mr. Stan Freeberg. Will you sign here, please? <laughs> all righty. That's an awfully big package. Gee, you must be about ten feet tall. Oh, you tell me, sir. It come all the way from the Himalayan mountains. <laughs> the Himalayan what? The mountains. <laughs> well, let's unwrap it here. Give me a hand. Will okay, you? sir. All right. Big one. There we go. Hello there, Stan. <laughs> well. My old friend, the abominable snowman. Yeah, I guess that uh, messenger had never seen a ten-foot monster uh, creature, uh, a gentleman like yourself, uh, all covered with hair before. He got pretty scared. Yeah. Well, chalk one up for me, Stan. I mean, that's all in a day's work for me, you know. Yeah, that's right. Terrorizing people is your business, isn't it? Yes, uh, terrorizing the uh, various mountain climbers. That is my trade, and I am proud of it. By the way, is it hard on you doing both voices like this? <laughs> yes, that's a little hard on my voice, yes. It's a little hard on mine, too. <laughs> well, I, I hope it's not too bad. Not too bad, no. You sure? Sure. Positive? Positive. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Say, uh, there is something a little different about you there. I know what it is. You're not wearing orange sneakers like you usually do. Yeah, 
I'm glad you noticed, Dan. I'm wearing the purple. That's the, that's the ensemble I picked out for my trip. That's not much of an ensemble, is it? I mean, uh, just the sneakers. Well, it's, uh, it's an ensemble to me. <laughs> yes. Well, how, how did you get all the way here from Tibet? Gladys mailed me. <laughs> what brings you here? Well, uh, just burn me up. Yes, well, what, uh, what, uh, what is it that, uh, well, we heard you were going off, but we were stunned. <laughs> oh, just stunned. So I, I came stateside right away to do something about it. Well, really, uh, no. Now, come on now, who do I scare? No, nobody. It's no one's fault. Listen, we've enjoyed your program. We don't want you to go off. Who do I frighten for you? Well, there's no need to scare the wits out of people about this. I was thinking more of scaring the wits back into them. <laughs> well, it's the thought that counts, and don't think that I don't appreciate it. I could scare a couple of sponsors for you. I'm afraid we've already done that. <laughs> One would gather, yes. <laughs> well, Stan, baby, what are you going to do now? Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do, buddy, buddy. You're going to come back and live with Gladys and me in the high Himalayas. <laughs> no, 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 really. What, what, I, what would I do there? Oh, I could teach you to be an abominable snowman. But I'm only six feet tall. Well, you could scare midgets. <laughs> no, I don't really... Uh, I'll lend you my orange sneakers, Stanley. Yeah, but size 23, yeah. Well, I guess I could stuff a little snow in the toes. Yes, that, or I could stretch your feet for you. <laughs> no, 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 here, give me your footsie. I'll show you there. No, 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 please, I'll take you at your word. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I guess it's settled, then. I'll be an abominable snowman. Oh, Stan, you made me so proud. <laughs> So concludes uh, our final program. Wonderful, a wonderful. Now off with the show. <laughs> All right, will you be quiet just a moment? <laughs> well, gee, the time has just slipped by. I'm sorry we didn't have time for the tune sheep tonight, for example, but maybe it's just as well. We had a little jurisdictional union dispute between the American Federation of Musicians and the 4-H Club. <laughs> Well, I guess that just about winds up the egg-rolling contest for tonight. And I can't think of any better way to say goodbye than surrounded by all my good friends at home and in the studio. It's been a delightful 15 weeks. And on behalf of my producer, Pete Barnum, my technicians and my cast, all of my cast, allow me to thank our entire audience, particularly the gentlemen of the press, for the most encouraging comments. So now, until we meet again, this is Stan Freeberg saying thanks for listening, God bless you, and good night. Stan Freeberg Show was produced in Hollywood by Pete Barnum and was written by Stan Freeberg and Pete Barnum. Featuring the music of Billy May, Judd Conlon for the mayors, and the songs of Peggy Taylor, Doris Butler, Peter Lees, and June Perret. Bud Sewell speaking.